0: Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In-Depth. I'm going to break down today's episode for you. I'm going to start by recapping this week's sports highlights and anything crazy or exciting that might have happened. And then after that, I'll jump into a deep dive that will vary week to week. Okay guys, Patrick Mahomes does it again. Mr. September, the fall fanatic, 9-0 in the month. Uh, They just wrapped up a game with the Chargers. Chargers played great. They came out. uh, D-line was applying pressure. The defense looked good. Corners covering receivers, uh, making it difficult for Mahomes, not giving him much time in the pocket. Chargers, they did look good. And keep in mind, they had Justin Herbert out there. That was his first NFL start. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, the starter, re-injured himself during warm-ups. Uh, he was having chest issues, ribs, so it wasn't going well for them. But, man, Patrick Mahomes, it's a predictable story. The kid's great, you know, uh, the face of our league. And uh, it, it was really good today to cap off an OT win. They came from behind. They were down at half, forced overtime. Was able to get a stop because the Chargers had it first in OT. And, uh, you know, able to get in the field goal range. And and Harrison Bucker, what a kicker. Drilling uh, 50-yarders today, two of them. He lined up basically for three game winners. First one, false start offense. Second one, Chargers tried to ice him. Third one, good to go. Three times the charm, ladies and gentlemen. And Patrick Mahomes just being that special of an athlete and that special of a talent, always being able to make the right play. And when I mean right, the smart play. And that's very important. He limits his mistakes. He drives his team down the field. He knows how much he's down and and what he has to overcome and how to do so. Uh, Specialist at, at his position and makes everyone around him better. And in doing so, it led to another victory. And over his career, he's been so successful in September. Great to start off the year, and that's very important to get those few wins under your belt, to get that team rolling. Kansas City coming off a of Super Bowl, but doesn't want any kind of slump. Right off the bat, 2-0, and now we're talking. It's special. Uh, a well-coached group, a great leader. Everyone believes in one another. And for the Chargers, it's just going to take time. They competed tonight, but they're around a young rookie. Um, not that they won't believe in their rookie, but it takes a little while for leadership out of Justin Herbert. And once they all come together, they battled tonight. They battled. And uh, the result that happened, you know, most people, uh, NFL fans and people across the country might have expected, but what we didn't expect, and no knock on the Chargers at all, but how well they competed start to finish. They battled out there and should be very proud of themselves. The Chiefs took it at the end, but uh, this is not just a loss for the Chargers. Uh, This is a learning experience. Um, Yeah, and, and that's just the Chiefs, you know. Um, Not just the Chiefs, but around the league. A lot of excitement. Um, Some injuries today as well. You know, for for us and our fellow New Yorkers, uh, Saquon Barkley went down with a torn ACL. Uh, The Giants just went from bad to worse. You know, and uh, we're feeling for everyone in New York. Jets and Giants off to an 0-2 start. And, uh, you know, things should get better. We're young here in the city, and uh, great things ahead, we're hoping. Another great game I wanted to mention and and I'm not trying to knock the Atlanta Falcons today but they can't close. They cannot close. I mean, uh you know, talk about a few years back, 28 to 3 and Tom Brady does his. And how about, you know, up today, big 20 nothing against the Cowboys. Guess what? Same story once again, Atlanta blew the game. Uh Greg the Leg Zerline uh finished it off and Cowboys one by one and they just have to work on closing you know it goes back to their coach Dan Quinn and going back to running the football because i feel they need you know clock management correct play calling that's going to be part of the formula in order to be successful in this league and and that's fine you know it takes time for some teams teams improve you see new looks and you approach things a different way but Atlanta needs to reevaluate clock management And that's a big thing. NFL's difficult, and it's a hard league to win in. Definitely the two best games today, Chargers-Chiefs. And on the other hand, uh, Falcons-Cowboys. Just fantastic games. Fantastic games. And uh, guess what? Sunday night, we're coming up on uh, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks against New England. And the Patriots, as we all know for the last 20 years, had Mr. Tom Brady. This year, Cam Newton came off to a hot start, 1-0. He beat the Dolphins last week. It was, uh, you know, good work for Cam. Uh, he, he's getting used to the offense. It takes a few, and he seems to be gelling right away. Belichick praising him, uh, saying that he's a leader. He, he goes about his business. He works hard. He's more complimentary here of Newton in one year than Tom in 20. That's a question uh, that that we're all looking for the answer to, but uh, that's just fine. And he was also very complimentary of his opponent today, Mr. Belichick. He was saying that I don't see too many guys in this league better than Russell Wilson. Um, and, and I agree, Russ does seem to do it all, but uh, a lot of compliments coming from uh, someone new. 20 years he didn't give one so we got a new bill belichick we have a new quarterback uh new england's got a new look but uh same formula one and oh so uh we're used to them in the win column and uh, that's how they started this season as well the 2020 covid year so uh that's something we're looking forward to tonight and uh, basically ran you through. And, and I wanted to get back to the Saquon injury. There were two other big injuries. Um, Christian McCaffrey, obviously the key player for the Carolina Panthers now that Newton's gone. and With him going down and Jimmy G of the Red Hot 49ers um, from last year. and uh, they, they had to bounce back from last week but look like themselves today. Look like themselves today for sure, and we're going to see a good year out of them. To be honest, with or without Jimmy G, because I feel like they run the football so much and their D-line is so explosive on the other end that it's not, I'm not saying it doesn't matter who's at Q, but quarterbacks, the least of their worries was with uh, what they specialize in. Um, And with all of that, guess, guess what we also had today? We had a U.S. Open champion, Bryson DeChambeau. Anyone who follows golf, uh, it was a tough course this weekend, Wingfoot in New York, and uh, Bryson pulled it off. A new style of golf to an old golf course, and it worked. It sure did work. He had a great day to finish uh, here today, and it's all about closing on Sunday at Wingfoot, and he sure did that. He sure did that. Um, It's funny because we kind of went from not having too many sports when COVID started to everything back at once. And it's really exciting. A lot to keep up with if you're a sports fan right now. Still go to work, guys. But yeah, it's really uh, crowned a new winner here in the U.S. Open. A great day in football. LeBron James just started at 7:30 tonight uh, in Game Two of the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Celtics played yesterday, uh, made it a two-one series, so they're not getting uh, they're back on track against Miami. And Miami's not looking to close yet. The Celtics, on the other hand, looking to even the series. So it's been a great weekend in sports and and a great few weeks. I mean, we got baseball as well uh, coming up to the postseason. And uh, it's going to be an exciting time. You got to squeeze everything in because they all seem to be playing all at once. And, uh, yeah, of course, everyone's looking looking forward to tonight's football game and uh, tomorrow's football game with Drew Brees against the Las Vegas Raiders. So that's a nice wrap in sports for you guys. Uh, JD on hand, and uh, here we go into our deep dive. Okay, folks, uh, deep dive here for you. Uh, Starting off with social change and education reform. So I wanted to go into how the leagues are going about it right now and uh, how we are taking action. Because action is the most important thing. You know, we spread ideas through, uh, through people but we want to actually do things in order to create change. I wanted to start with three main faces in major league sports. LeBron James, Chris Paul, and Bill Russell. LeBron and CP3, of course, play now. And Bill Russell knows what it's like to play back in the day, when times were even tougher. Uh, Chris Paul and LeBron are two people who give back. They do not just play the game. LeBron's main avenue of giving back is through education. He empowers at-risk children by his new initiative from 2018 when he founded and opened the I Promise School in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. Earlier this year, he announced that he will be providing four years of free tuition, room and board, and meal plans for their first graduating class. He also pledged up to $42 million dollars to provide four-year scholarships to 1,100 underserved students to attend the University of Akron. Bron intentionally targets his work towards education because, in his opinion, it's the most effective and sustained solution to the enhancement of at-risk youth. Uh, So a little background there on LeBron James uh, in depth on how he gives back and Chris Paul being a leader of the Players Association also gives back with ideas, and he emphasizes voting. He, he offered an idea of uh, having a word or phrase on the back of jerseys. Uh, him and LeBron were going over things, them being veteran players, of turning some of the arenas into voting centers. In addition, Chris founded the Chris Paul Family Foundation, and their main goal is to alleviate inequity in science, sports, education technology, and community life. His organization was rewarded the Community Assist Award three times for the recognition of their work towards leveling the playing field for youth across the country. CP3 does whatever possible to make sure children have the opportunity to succeed. He provides kids' schools with the proper equipment and technology. And he raises money through his charity work. He works alongside his family foundation, State Farm, and his former team, the L.A. Clippers Foundation, to assist throughout the community. A quote from Chris, As a lot of people know, we really focus on putting technology and computer labs in underprivileged schools. He said that at one of his charity bowling events in February. Um, he wants to make sure young people and young children have an opportunity in school like everywhere else around the world. This is a way for Chris to give back and also see growth within education and young people. If you notice, Chris Paul and LeBron are focused on something similar here in that they both prioritize empowering the youth because they feel that an educated next generation can have a great impact on the future of our nation. Now that we've chatted a bit about LeBron and CP3, I'd like to dive into Big Bill Russell. Now Bill Russell has 11 championships out of just 13 seasons on the Boston Celtics. He was a five-time MVP and a 12-time All-Star, yet he was never embraced by Boston fans. In the year of 1947, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. Twenty years later, Bill still wasn't embraced by his city like his white teammates were. For example, in his own stadiums, he was on the receiving end of racially charged insults. Even on the road, he would be forced to sleep in separate hotels than his fellow teammates. He mentions that he never let the taunting of Boston fans harm him, stating that he didn't play for Boston fans. He played for his passion, himself, his teammates, and the Celtics organization. He went as far as requesting no Boston fans be present at his jersey retirement ceremony. So they had the ceremony in an empty arena, just the way he wanted it. He had his teammates by his side, as they were throughout his whole NBA career. He was an outspoken backer of the civil rights movement. He attended the March on Washington, and he sat front row for MLK's I Have a Dream speech. After being refused service at a Lexington, Kentucky restaurant before an exhibition game, Russell and his teammates decided to boycott the game. At the time, black athletes were supposed to look the other way. Even though this was just an exhibition game, it was a huge statement for that time. After the 1963 assassination of civil rights leader Medgar Evers in Jackson, Mississippi, Russell immediately flew down and led the very first integrated basketball camp. And lastly, in 2011, Barack Obama awarded him with the Presidential Medal of Freedom for his accomplishments on and off the court, and especially in the civil rights movement. Now wrapping it up here for you, we want our audience to look past these three superstars on the court and understand and recognize the impact they have off the court as well. We all often use sports as a fun activity and distraction, but what is important to notice is these players that we all look up to not only perform on the court, but so many of them effectively use their platform to give back to our society off the court as well. See you next week for another update. J.D. out.